The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Beyond the Fairway podcast presented by Genesis Tim Brown coming in here. But before we even get to all of that, I'm in a hotel and Will, it, it looks like you're in a cell. I don't know now, where you at. It, it, it looks like I'm about to tell, tell on somebody, like about to rat somebody out. You look like, like you in the FBI, like <laughs> snitch, hey, snitch tank. You ever watch First 48 and they got their hands? Man, yeah, I'm, I wasn't there, but I wasn't there. But if I, if I was, <laughs> Derek did it. Derek did it. <laughs> I don't know who the hell Derek is, but Derek, you got snitched on. Got Will, snitched where, on. Where, you, where the hell you at in this jail cell? Man, I am at my hotel. <laughs> I am in San Francisco. We are in the final leg. We are in the uh, tour championship for the underrated golf tour presented by Steph Curry. And, you know, when you talk about when you talk about doing it right, Steph is doing just that. You know, he brought a lot of his friends out. You got Google, you got FTX, you got uh, Callaway, you got uh, Cisco, Will you got United, and you got Stephen Curry. So, you know, he, he did it right, and these kids are – it's like a tour event for these kids. You know, they got loaded up with swag last night, which was a great reception. Um, they're currently at the uh, at TPC Harding Park getting their first round practice going on, and like I said, man, it's 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 a it's a beautiful event, and Steph did it right, and I think you know with events like this, it's changing the landscape of golf for sure. Well, that's what's up, man. So shouts out to Steph Curry, Will Lowry, the underrated tour, Jay Rich, all the folks doing it big. I I I feel like just looking at the photos, I'm just in a better hotel than you. Like I. I'm not saying Steph was skimping on the accommodations, but I feel like Golf Channel got me way more swagged out than you right now. I'm just, I'm just being honest. That's just bad wallpaper, dog. That's, That's just, just wallpaper. That's what it was. That's I, got, I, got, I got all this Caucasian behind me, man. Life is you good, do. man. Yeah, you do. I, I got, I got, I got a little. Uh, I got a little brown behind. Me. I got. They just old on. They just old school in the wallpaper. They got, you got you that. Know? You got that mustard seed uh, wallpaper. I, That's what I that. I put it like this. That's great observation because the TV has the booty behind. You know, you seen TV with the booty behind it. I, I got one of those. How oh, you got a big ass TV, man? A fat booty TV. Big, fat booty. Your big fat booty TV. <laughs> hey, I, I, I didn't know what it was, but I do see some. Got a place, you know, beside my bed where I can put some quarters. I don't know what it's for, you know, yeah. but you put some quarters in. It might get you one of them. You might have a shake, rattle, and roll in that thing. Man, golf. Uh, Look, how am I in? This is frustrating. 
I'm I'm across the country. I'm in your city. Damn, my home. I'm in your me. town. I can't never. And your you ass ain't even here. I can't never convince. This is this is my gangster fingers. I can't never convince you to come to my hometown when I'm there. But the minute I leave. You with, you with all my I'm, friends. I'm, I'm right here. You know what? And and you know what? To, to, to echo that, and two of your friends, we need to get up on here. We got... I played... I played... Let me just... Y'all check my Instagram story from three days ago when this comes out. Because I'm all excited. I call Nas. Nas, I'm in Charlotte. I pull yeah. up to the club. Pull up you to the club. Not, for, hold on. Context. Oh, Nas. Nazi Muhammad. Nazi Muhammad. Played at Kentucky. Played every team in the NBA. He played... <laughs> 20 years in the league. Bro, 18 seasons in the league. Nazi Muhammad, man. I don't even know how he did it. Uh, I pull up to Carmel. Carmel. I don't know how you even pronounce it. This Carmel Country Club. That's where it's I'm Car- at. So East Coast is Carmel. If we're in the West Coast, it's Carmel. All right. Well, I'm in Carmel. Carmel. I'm in Carmel Country Club. Thank you. I get up. Look, we're playing with Gerald Henderson, man. I'm excited. I'm with y'all. Yo, I'm literally with your homies. Con- context. Gerald Henderson is one of the Duke Blue Devil greats. Played, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't he, talk about Duke. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm ABC, ABD. Anybody but Duke. He, play, hey, he played the Bill Dickey Invitational. That's that's what I know. That's Joe what he, That's from. what he's. That's what he's best known for. People, anyway, he's <laughs> freaking blue, blue heaven angel, whatever they call the Duke. I don't know. Anyway, we get out. Will we can play the first song? We're playing the course with the bent greens. There's one with Bermuda greens. There's one with bent green. I don't know. Three holes in, man. Rain. And not like some just normal rain. That sideways oh, rain that yeah. came out of nowhere for like 15 minutes. It's like yeah, that North Charlotte. Florida rain. Doc, that's had me out Doc. there looking like a drowned rat out there next welcome to two giants. To, welcome to Charlotte. And I bet you the man. weatherman in Charlotte said there was no rain today. That's you how know, he gets you. F him and F the rain that came out. I was all excited. I had my shoes on. Here, I had my here's NBC my question, Doug. swag. Doug, here's my question. Was Gerald late? Yeah, he was late. Hell, <laughs> Gerald cost me two holes, man. Jameson was late. I don't doubt it. Hey, but in his it. defense, he had a baby on Friday, right? So he he had a baby like three days ago. So oh, he, oh yeah. So I'm not even mad at Gerald for being late. I'm more mad at him for playing golf in the first place. That it's he, amazing. It's amazing he's alive. I and that's the, has, and that's the guy telling him. That's the guy telling him. That's the guy telling him you're not supposed to be playing today. Take your ass home, Gerald. That's what right. the gods were saying today. But no, nah, man, I had a blast for three holes of golf with some rental sets. That, that I, I played that Will Lowry type of golf where you just have the rental set. You just pull <laughs> up, didn't he? I didn't know I was playing. I just told Nas I was going to pull up to see him. He said, come to the club. I was like, cool. I get there. We play. He'd already played 18 holes. Oh, he, yeah. He's, 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 a, he's an addict. He's an addict. He got problems. He, he does have problems. Let me tell you who, who else had problems today. Scotty Scheffler had problems today. Did he? You know what? There's there's choking. I'm not even gonna say Scotty choked. He got beat, but he fumbled the bag. Will fumbled the bag. That that no. cost him. That cost him millions. Millions. He he was millions. he was. They millions. they they said that if he won that, he would have won 37 million, but the most in any type of regular season history, of uh, most earnings made or earned, whatever. So I, I, what's more impressive, the loss of Scotty Scheffler or the W from Roy McIlroy? I think the W from Roy because I didn't expect him to. It, Roy Roy wins when I don't expect him to win. You know, there's another I, R in his name. It's Rory. Just, yes, it's, I know. Just, but you I know, black. But it's I, all right. Roy. It's, no, Nick, we Roy. know it. Roy. I'm comfortable to be say Roy. He better be glad I ain't saying Leroy. <laughs> That's Leroy McElroy. <laughs> Le, Leroy. 
But you know, you know, he, he has he has twelve PGA Tour wins, and when I expect him to win, he never wins. Not even close. When I don't, no, he has twelve win, wins when trailing. He got more than twelve trailing, wins. Sorry, he got 12 sorry, twelve wins when trailing. trailing. Sorry, but it's it's, it's one thing that I, he just always wins when it's when it's not expected. And I didn't really expect him to pull it out this week. I didn't, he he wasn't even close on my list. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. But you know what? You know what? Let's just get let's get to my next thoughts on the back end of this Tim Brown uh, episode. Cause I got some more stuff to say, but right now it's time to go beyond the fairway with Heisman Trophy winner, the first wide receiver to ever do it, Mister Tim Brown. First wide receiver to do what, Doug? Win the Heisman at Notre Dame. Contacts. No, he was the he first. The f- first, the first wide receiver ever. Win wide receiver to win the Heisman Trophy. Okay. I digress. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I want to welcome everybody to Beyond the Fairway presented by Genesis. And we are out here at American Century, Lake Tahoe. And I am with my former boss, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we got to explore that. Maybe. I, gotta, I need more. Uh, got, we got the great Heisman Trophy winner, Tim Brown. So, backstory. <laughs> Tim and I met Big Break, Big, Big Break, Break NFL. What was that, 14, 2014? Yeah. You still, still talk thir- to him? Thir- still, 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 you still like keeping talking? I, I have a kind wife, man. She makes <laughs> okay, me okay, I understand. things I don't want to do. And so, <laughs> so after that Big Break, Tim said, why don't you come out and caddy? And been out here for 10 years, maybe. Yeah, almost 10 years. 10, 10 yeah. years. And uh, so this is the plug for you. This, this is how plug, you got, this out, I got here. out here, dog. This, this is it. This is <laughs> wow. This, Tim, let me tell you about Tim. Tim was so. You gonna let Tim talk? Say what's no, up? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't because because this is this is rare right here. Tim was so gracious because he always let me come caddy for him, obviously, but he lets me do me. Like, to the point, I don't have to see him all week. I just have to show up on the first tee box <laughs> with the bag in my head. I'm all over the place. I, it, it, was the one time you saw me walking the street at, two, at 4 a.m.? Like, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> That's Will. That's Will. No doubt about it. But I appreciate yeah. you being here, man. No, man, Absolutely. my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, matter of yeah. fact, let's, let's start in the beginning for you guys back in, in, in on the big break days. Mm. You know, what's the pressure like? You know, you, you play under the, all the lights, every light you can be under. You yeah. come to the big break. It's a, it's an in and out job. What's what's the, how do you, the, the pressures compare? Well, there, there were two forms of pressure for me. One, you don't want to let your teammates down, right? Mm. And unlike in football, if it's fourth and three, and I know the rock is coming my way, it's it's good as good as good as done, right? That's what I heard. But if I got a three foot putt, and I got to make it. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. You know what I mean? Bro, he was messing with my money, man. <laughs> right. Doug, he was messing with my money. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have that pressure. Then you have the pressure to want to just smash Jerry Rice down yes. to pieces. See, I was going to ask that later, whose yeah, ass yeah, you want to so, bust. But I, I think it's I – It's sort of on my mind right now. So, uh, yeah, so I, I thought I would bring that up right away. But, yeah, it's uh, – no, it, it was great, man. I mean, I really can't believe that the show is not on air anymore. I mean, it was a great competition. They started to do baseball versus yeah. basketball yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But – uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. 
So how, what's the state of the game? I, I feel so weird because I'm not on the bag right now, but what is the state of the game of Tim, of Tim You Brown? know, I, I, I was playing very well a couple of weeks ago. Then we had the 25-year reunion, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I had 14 of my Notre Dame teammates to come in with their families. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to play. I played a little bit uh, early in the week. But you know me, man. Yeah. I, I'm going to yeah. chase the ball yeah. around. We're going to, you know. and uh, But I, I do think I'm playing better. I'm putting a lot better than I have been um, over the last, since you saw me last. <laughs> we had a little struggle in Dallas going we, over we the did. putter. We did, But, um, you know, that seemed to be rectified. And, um, you know, if you can putt out here, you can play. You know, that's that's the name of the game out here. Yeah, but you know, from Dallas, growing up, coming up, how did you start? Did you start early as, as a younger guy? Did you pick it up late in the years? Yeah, how, 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 did, how did you get into this game of golf? Man, the only sports regret I have in my life is when I was 11 years old, my elementary school principal came up to me and said, Tim, I've been watching you. You have great hand-eye coordination. I want to teach you how to play golf. And I was, like, offended. <laughs> I was like, you want me to Do go what? out in this heat in Dallas, Texas, and you must have lost your mind. I went home and told my mama, Mama, guess what this man asked me? And I, I tell you what, uh, Mr. Roy Tarpley was his name. I, I I, I regret that, you, regret you that. know, because if I would have learned the fundamentals then, you know, uh, when I had a chance to really play it, it probably would have, you know, probably wouldn't be as, as tough for me now as it, as it is. So. So I, I want to explore that real quick, Will, if you don't mind, because I, I, I feel like our, this, our game, is, I, I take ownership, too, of this game. I, I, with certain generations, uh, even mine, it's not cool to play golf. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's whack as hell to play golf. Like, mm-hmm. When you think back to your 11-year-old self, just give me some context as to what was your attitude toward golf then? I mean, you know, look, you were a punk if you were going to play golf. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got I called mean, that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't know of any of the brothers who you respected who were playing golf. Nobody. You know what I mean? And uh, including my, my big brother and, you know, my uncle. I mean, nobody I knew played golf. And uh, so – and I only took the game up because – I was playing tennis. That was my off-season sport. When I tore my knee up, the Raiders wouldn't let me play tennis anymore. Damn. You know what I mean? So it took me a couple of years to figure it out. But my uh, brother-in-law, matter of fact, came up to me and said, man, you know, you're going to be doing a lot of business. You know what, what you guys are planning to do? You need to learn how to play golf. And I looked at him like, dude. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. And, uh, man, I went out the first day and I hit a couple balls straight. Oh, that was it. it was the first day? Hold on, stop. You said the first yeah, well, day? you know, I mean, yeah. that's after hitting 100. Oh, right, right, right. right. I'm not, yeah. I'm not yeah. I know you, it, I know you, you know, came together right there. But, Touchdown, Timmy. But, I know you coordinated. <laughs> I didn't know you had it like that off the block. Just yeah, play. you, you know, know. So the, the 11-year-old Tim versus um, the Tim now, what's your attitude towards golf and the progression of it? I hate golf. I really do. I mean, no doubt. I mean, I, I tell people all the time. I mean, I will exclaim 20 times in the, during my round, I hate golf. And I was playing with a young man on, on Monday, and uh, and I told him, hey, quit now. Quit while you can. Don't do this to yourself. You may, you may be the only one that's not uh, promoting a game of golf. Like, no, look, it's, my uncle you know, gave look, me that, look. that marriage advice. That was the same thing he said about getting married. Don't do it. Stop. Run. You know, look, th- this game is so difficult, man. And if, if you really can't dedicate hours upon hours a week, um, you know, it, it's going to – you have to take a different mentality when you walk out of here. Like, okay, I'm just going to hit the ball, mm-hmm. go find it, hit it again. And let's see what happens, you know. But if you come out here and thinking, you know, oh, I played, I was playing great three weeks ago. I didn't play since then. And now it's not going to happen, you know what I mean? So, and you know, look, I, I love this game, man. Uh, it challenges me to no end. And, uh, you know, I'm telling my kids now, look, 
when I'm 85, I can still yeah, tee it up. Tee it up. I need y'all tee it up with me. You I, know think, I, mean? I think so. golf made you bipolar, though. Because <laughs> yeah. you just said, you know, I hate golf, but I love this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a love-hate, it's definitely a love-hate relationship. No so, so how has golf benefit you when it comes to business? Oh, it's been incredible, man. It's mm. been incredible. You know, well, I started a uh, fuel transport and supply uh, company about five years ago now, and Man, I can tell you, I mean, we're dealing with Citigroup right now because of golf. We're dealing with Norwegian Cruise Line now because of golf. We're dealing with Delta now because mm. of golf. You know, so AT&T because of golf. So um, it's played a, you know, and I don't go there searching for people. Yeah. You know, guys in my group right. end up being in my group. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the CFO of, of Norwegian Cruise Line. Well, Just, hey, brother, what? let me have a conversation <laughs> with you. <laughs> right. yeah. Can I talk to you for a second, please? <laughs> right. But No, I, I think it's been it's been great for that, man, to, to, to literally – you know, bring in business partners for the for the sole purpose of of having a business meeting on the golf course. I just don't know if there's an, another sport that you can say, "Hey, let's go play basketball right, and have right, a business meeting." Right. I mean, that's not going to work. You know, yeah, it's it's funny you talk about business and, and off course interests and things. There are wheels neck of the woods. You got NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You got the drive for diversity. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to understand. You know your background as it relates to, to NASCAR and, and why you took the necessary steps to, to create a racing team and, and to, to be a part of the Drive for Diversity campaign. And, and, and what's it been like? Yeah, you know, that was before they had a Drive for Diversity Absolutely. program. You know, that, that's Absolutely. when everything was getting going. And uh, I just saw a humongous opportunity, man. Uh, we had a company, we hired a company to do research uh, in the minority uh, neighborhoods. And what came back was, you know, they love speed. Mm. You know what I mean, and huh. uh, and they 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 would love to see it on TV. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. They would love to be a part of it, wow. and so we really thought that we had an incredible opportunity that would um, that would last forever. Um, unfortunately, the the big crash happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. financial crash happened, and you know the groups that we were partnering were, were going to yeah. partner with were just saying, man, we got to cut back. Everybody had to cut back, and being that we were an extra team. It made it uh, impossible for them to continue on. But I'm happy to see the guys now. I think Emmett is involved. Uh, Michael Jordan yeah. is involved. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it, it's going to be successful because, you know, the one thing I learned, it was so funny. Mm-hmm. The first time I went to Day- Daytona, I got a bus full of brothers on the, on the bus, uh, you know, with me, right? So it's about 20 of us, and I stand up at the front of the bus. I say, look, <laughs> sticks and stones may, may break, break up bowls, but, but words will never hurt. <laughs> So if hey, if you hear something, just keep moving. Just keep moving, man. Right? Just keep moving. Did you? Man, I, I I can tell you that it was amazing, especially when the people realized it was me, and what I was trying to accomplish. How so many people came up to came up to us and was like, man, hey man, ho- hoping you guys do well. You know, it was it was we were so welcome that I was I was almost overwhelmed by it because I was expecting you know, right, just, because that's that's. I here, but that's not what it was at all, man. And you know, it was it was great to be in the atmosphere. We ended up going to like four or five different races around Very the nice. country that year, um, and it was it was phenomenal, man. And uh, you know, I I think these guys are going to do great. You just got to have the money, and it's a lot of money you got to have. But uh, if you can get that money, man, it can you know you can make this thing happen in a very big way. How, you know? how surprised were you by that? You just, you said something fascinating to me. Is this, you had a, a research study done. And it found out that that black folk love speed. Black Hispanics, yes. Brown folk, black yep. and brown folk love speed. What else did you learn, if anything, through through that research project? Well, financially, everybody thought that it was it was it was unattainable. You know that they couldn't afford to come out to NASCAR events and things of that nature. 
And the tickets are pretty, you know, I mean, unless you want to sit way out there and, you yeah. know, uh, it can get it can get pretty expensive for sure. And that was something that we were, we were planning on working on, too, finding a way to not get it sponsored, but, you know, try and get some tickets where uh, it was discounted to a point where people can come out and enjoy it. And uh, not have to worry about, you know, can they pay a bill tomorrow? That's you know fascinating. I mean, so. mm. that's, that's fascinating. You know, you, you're talking about speed. I want to talk about the speed of Tim Brown at Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you still keep in touch with, with Notre Dame? Are you still close to the program? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, close enough. I mean, I'm not working for them. I'm not, you know, certainly not in any decision-making dis- uh, positions. But, you know, I get phone calls every once in a while. And, I, you know, I try and answer and, you know, be as much help as I possibly can. Um, you know, really, I, I try and be... I try and look at the negative. You know, mm. everybody's looking at the positive, right? Mm. You know, I mean, you look at Marcus Freeman, and you know, I've never seen a group of guys respond to a coach the way um, the, this team has responded to him. But in the bowl game, we got out to a great start, but mm. we lost that game by mm-hmm. 15, 20 points after right. being up by 15, 20 points. So, so that tells me that there's more to be done. Absolutely. You know, and I I pointed that out to him. And he sort of laughed. He was like, you old school guys that never change. It's like, well, look, I mean, you know, some guys you can go, you can walk up into them and say, hey, well, yeah, let's right, go. Right. Some guys you guys say, hey, look, right. some of the, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I didn't know if he had that switch in him, but, you know, he told me he did, you know. So we'll we'll see, I you know. It. And uh, I, I just think is it's so important, man, for a guy like him to be successful. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, it, yes. will, it will open up so many doors. It will change college football coaching because I, I tell you, I've been in – I mean, I, I've gone Oklahoma. I've, yeah. gone, to Florida, I've mm-hmm. gone to Florida State, you know, speaking to these uh, these teams. And then you go out to practice and you hear how the players are being mm-hmm. talked to. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like this this really can't be happening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This, you know, absolutely. you guys really don't talk to players like this. I know. Absolutely. But, you know, but if a guy like Marcus – can win with a soft touch, mm. you know, then it puts other coaches in a position where they have to say, okay, wait a minute, uh, I can't talk to this kid like he's a dog, yeah. you know, because he can go here yeah. and yeah. get talked to and like he's a man. And get paid. And get paid. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, so more money it, over here. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's a very, very, very tough deal. You know, so. sp- speaking of coaches, you know, I, I, I'm always fascinated with stories when you, when you talk about when you play for Lou Holtz. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one story, and if you can give us a brief, a brief synopsis of it, when you walked into the at the coach's room, and, you know, you look at your numbers, and he said, this is fascinating, and perhaps you can probably, you know, take this mm-hmm. further. But, like, I, please tell us that little story because yeah, that was a great story. So, you know, after two weeks of spring ball, excuse me, being on the on the, uh, on the the field, we had winter ball initially, which was 5 a.m. practices mm-hmm. we had. Mm-hmm. So now we out, we're, we're actually playing or practicing, and after two weeks of that, he brings me in and says – Look at all this. He had highlight. He had a little highlight of the two weeks mm-hmm. of practice, and he says, uh, "I think you can be the best, best player in the country." What did you say when you heard that? Like, did somebody else <laughs> walk in? <laughs> That's what I said. Because what had happened to me, you know, leaving high school, my mom and dad, you know, had pretty much beat in my head. You know, they told me, "There's no, fo- there's no future in football for you, son. Hey. You go and get that education and get mm-hmm. on back home." So I, I, it was locked into my head education 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 that when he said that the first thing i said to him hey coach hey you got the wrong guy <laughs> hey I'm, I'm gonna get this education go on back home bury my high school sweetheart be a deacon in the church and move on that, that, that was my plan and um and he was like what you know it's like hey that, 
And he was like, you know, oh, okay. And the next day he bring me in. Next day he kept. And finally I just got to the point where I said, you know, look, let's just prove this old man wrong. Right, right. You know, he, he saying all this stuff. I'm 19 years old at the time. Let's just prove him wrong. Right. And, man, I did. And two years later I was the best player in the country. So it worked out. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. So you, did, did you see Heisman already at that time? Or you, you, did you? No. When did no. you, on, when did, throughout the season, when did you probably realize, like, I could possibly win this Heisman Trophy? Well, or? my junior year was actually better than my Heisman year. But because I came out of nowhere, uh, I led the country in all-purpose yardage in my junior year. That's uh, my boss, yo. He said so smooth. That's, hey, that's, <laughs> he said so smooth. Hey, that's my boss. That's, that's, was, guy, that's my boss, man, the caddy guy. I, I was the yeah, best so, doing that year. Uh, so. The last game of the year, we were playing USC. We got down late. Uh, got down and late. We came back late. We were down like 12 points with three minutes to go or whatever and came back and won the game. And um, I had two huge plays at the, at the end of the game. And in the locker room, the great late Jim Murray, man, mm-hmm. he was a sports reporter, uh, L.A. Times, and he came up to me and said that I was going to be his front runner for the Heisman. And and I was like, what? Mm. You know, no. look, this is a this is a family that has never even talked about going pro, pro or nothing. Yeah. And here we are, you know, all of a sudden having to confront the fact that I'm going to be up for the Heisman. <laughs> and, you know, we tried to be cool about it. Like, oh, we don't have to worry about right. this. But, you know, right after the draft that year, all of a sudden, you know, they were talking about next year. And my name was top two or three on – and my family, we were like, whoa. So, I mean – so, so you, don't have, you don't have to be a dinkin' no more, son. You know, you, 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 you praise God for the locker room. You, you go ahead. You go ahead and do what you're going to do. Well, you know, I, I, I will give my mom credit, man. Um, every year after the season, no matter how bad or how great it was, of course, when I tore my knee up, it was a bad year, um, she would always say, are you going to – are you gonna quit now? You can quit now. You proved, you proved that that you can do it. You know what I mean? And uh, and I was like, Nah, ma, I think I'm gonna go back one more one year. One more year. And uh, so when I finally retired, man, you know, she was she was you know quite happy. But uh, her spirit, man, was was amazing the whole time because she wanted me to to, you know, during during my career, I was you know I yeah. found God, you yeah, know all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, did that did that thing, and you know that made her feel a lot better. But at the same time. You know, she wanted Timmy yeah. home with her. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, but it's, it's, today's our birthday, matter of fact, too. Right, so. Happy birthday, <laughs> Miss Brown. Happy birthday. Well, so. I, this this is um, this is what I need to understand is you decided you're a very smart man, brilliant, in fact, but you chose this guy to caddy for you <laughs> in this tournament. I'm not saying it's a dumb decision; it's just a unique one. Let's very talk unique. about how how is Will Lowry on the bag? Well, look, I mean. I think that, <laughs> you know, having a guy like Will that's both great and bad, the great is – Good and terrible. The great is he he obviously, you know, sometimes he has a little problem with the greens out here, but uh, I think most of the time he just wasn't paying attention. So he was on his phone like, oh, oh yeah, it goes that way, bro. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, way. <laughs> but, Will was uh, on his phone? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> but the bad thing is he's such a great player that when I start to struggle – you can tell that he he can't he can't relate to it because it's like, look, bro, just hit the freaking ball straight. Why can't you do that? You know? So, but him around for ten years, yeah, it, it man, was, it was great. I mean, it was look, a business decision. Because yeah, he, I, I wanted he, him here because I knew this would be an atmosphere that he could grow in, and then he and, did uh, just that. Yeah. yeah. So How think, proud are you of Will? I am, man. You know, I take no credit for what Will has done for sure because he is, I mean, he is his own man, and and um, but uh, I, I'm happy that. What he thinks of all this, he he knows who, 
who got him going. The, so. the, when, it, when he say take no credit, he gets all the credit. <laughs> well, I, and because it was so funny, the first two years, I used to be so scared. Like, man, hope, I hope I can do just good enough to last five holes to where he'll bring me back the following <laughs> year. But after I realized that third, fourth year, I can do bad all 18. <laughs> right. I'm still coming back. <laughs> that's safe in that. You know what, Will? I usually do it and toss it to the rap for some, but I think it's only fitting that, that you do that today. I, absolutely. So I, well, we can't change this, okay? Typically, at every, well, not typically, we always do always. rap foursome. We ask, Oof. we ask our guests. Oh, I'm gonna be bad. Any, I'm, I'm, any, any rapper, dead or alive, that you would like to play with at a golf course, any golf course, whatever. I don't know what your home course is. Was it Dallas? What is Dallas it? National. Dallas National. Yeah. And they can't play with Bryson they, and Chris Como. Yeah. And, uh, right. Yeah. So, so who, what rappers would you show up to the golf course and play with, dead or alive? Man, I, I am not a. I, am, I knew. I was about to say. I was about to say. What Christian am, group? It's fine. <laughs> with, with gospel goes. It would probably be Mississippi Mad Choir. Jesus. The hell you whining. <laughs> the is Commission. I'll take it. I'll take it. And Fred. And Fred Hammond. Let's go. That's it. There it is. Go weapons. Gospel right. foursome right here. I am. Uh, no, I, I just was. I just was never. Yeah. Never that guy. I should have warned know, you that. We couldn't ask that. I already knew what it was. That's I'm, funny. Yeah, I, right, well, I thought I heard you let's, at CC yeah, that. Yeah, let's we, go. I know what it was. Let's go gospel for some. I just did. What is it? You, 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 Red Hammond, Mississippi Mass. That's it. There it is. No Shoot. weapon. Gospel force. <laughs> Tim Brown. Me. Touchdown, Timmy. Well, beyond the fairway, right here, NBC Sports Golf Channel. Oh yeah. You know we're presented by Genesis. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> you know we're presented by Genesis. Don't forget that. But, Tim, thank you so much. Thank Good you, Good luck this Appreciate week, it. man. Absolutely. It's an honor love and a pleasure. You, yeah, love you too, brother. All right, nice. boss. All right, thank brother. you, man. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. No, Will, I... I, I... I'm I'm a little upset about this this episode. I'm gonna tell you why. Why? Because I really thought he was gonna give me a rap foursome, and I got a gospel foursome. I'm not mad about the gospel foursome. But I'm just more mad that I didn't get a rap for. You know, it's not my it's not my thing. You know, I don't listen to that kind of music. I mean, he could have I mean, I, he could have gave me a rap gospel foursome. He, he that would have been impressive. That would have been impressive. He could have gave me some Lecrae. He could have gave me some Ooh. The Truth. Mm, that's all I can name. Cross, you, you, cross you, movement record. I mean, cross I mean, hand productions. What'd you say? No, I appreciate that plug, Doug. I, hey, I got I, you. I'm gonna send you a bounce check. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> you stay sending somebody a bounce check. But hey, shouts out to Tim Brown coming in here, going beyond the fairway, presented by Genesis with Will Lowry and myself. And you know, again, Will, so special to have you know such a, such a historical legend. But before I forget. Beyond the Fairways presented by Genesis Motor America and the all-new 2022 GV80. Luxurious design meets intuitive versatility. Make the game your own. But I'm... Uh, and I hate to take the shine off, off Mr. Brown. Okay. I hate to take the shine off of him. And this will come out Tuesday. Okay. We're, we're recording on, on Sunday. So when, yes, by the time are. y'all hear this, folks, I apologize all this is about to come out. Not that I know what's coming out. I'm just saying there's going to be announcements yesterday or Monday. Whatever Monday is going to be. Let me just say it like this, Will. This week is going to be a very interesting week in golf. 
because a lot of people are going to have some announcements this week. Okay. Cameron Tringali already said, I'm out, PGA Tour. The, mo- the, 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 winning, the most money earned without winning a championship, Cameron Tringali threw the deuces to the very thing he grew up wanting to do, be a part of the PGA Tour, threw the deuces going to live. Now, Harold Varner, there are rumors. ESPN broke it over the weekend. I heard, don't worry about me. Yeah. But. Don't do that. There's some words. Harold Varner's gone. Cam Smith, gone. I, Mark can Leishman, we, gone. Dude, can we ever have this conversation? I know, I know we, obviously we love PJ Tour. We work for them and NBC and we, we're all in. Joaquin who's, Neiman. Mito Pereira. But, Doug, Doug. What, what? Can, when can we have this conversation on Beyond a Fairway? Because we always dance around. Come on. I, look, I just broke it. I just, uh, this is where I'm at right now. But I just this make sure we won't, to, this week is going to be a lot of people throwing a deuce to the PGA Tour. Okay, but Doug, can we have this conversation to give our opinion so we won't get fired? That's I don't know. Let's just give it, and then we'll see if we have a podcast. This is the end of the second season. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> well, if we get renewed, then hell, we'll keep it. I don't know. All I know well, is well, this I'm is trying, crazy to me. I'm this trying is crazy. to keep. I'm trying to keep percentages that we can go for a third season. I, so I we, feel you, but you know what? I'm not about to not get out of this season without saying something. And the fact that I, I respect that all these players waited to the end of the season to make their announcements. Now, it is Sunday. Tomorrow's Monday. This will come out Tuesday. I don't know what will happen, but there are people and players rumored to throw the deuces to the PGA Tour where they made their name for themselves. And I just feel some type of way about it. Doug, I'm scared. I'm not saying anything. No, say, I, I haven't said anything. You I haven't. just said... You, I you, just said you know, what ESPN like, no, you, wrote. You know me. In these I, 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 I you knew, to, I'm a blabbermouth. Yeah. I tend yeah, to yeah. go off the cuff. and I come I'm neutral. Yeah, and I right. don't know how to be neutral. This. I have my opinion about this whole situation, and we haven't said anything. So I'm going to remain quiet. I am. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. What you going to say? Yesterday or tomorrow. Again, this is Sunday. We're recording. It's coming out tomorrow. This is going to be an interesting week in golf. It's going to kind of lay the framework for uh, who is on the live. And now to talk about live just shortly, I'm not, I don't care enough about the tour to really dive mm-hmm. into it. I just think it's funny that you got the guys like Andy Ogletree and, and, and other players that shoot 85 and get paid that are going to have their ass bounced off that tour because all these new PGA tour guys are renouncing their memberships and taking these spots. I think that's funny. I think it's hysterical because Andy Ogletree in the first live event made $120,000 for shooting 17 over par. I don't know what he shot. I'm just throwing that number out. But he shot well over par. He made $120,000. Now, he's not going to have a place to play golf. Mm. What's he going to do with his life? I don't know. Andy, hit me up. Let me know. Yeah, he he can he, be on that Moonlight Tour. I tell you this, though. <laughs> I tell you this. I, I, I'm, I'm going to dive in just a second. I wish the people from Live Tour would stop saying they're trying to grow the game. That gets under my skin. Just say you're doing it for the money. It's doing it for the guap. Doing it for the bag. Just just say that. And I'm okay with that. When you say you're doing it for the game, you're hiding behind the doing it for the game. Well, I agree. I, 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 it, it gets under my skin. It really gets under my skin. Just say, hey, man, I'm trying to get this bread. I ain't trying to work no more. I don't know. But I kind of want to get in the conversation, you know, feel being right. But I'm scared to talk about this, Stiff Dog. I'm scared. Was he right? I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I don't have one either. I just know he's done some wrong stuff if he is right. 
It don't. He does just, the wrong hey, stuff. But, but, said, but, hey, your but, mama said, like my mama just, said, two, just, wrong, two rights don't make wrong, or two wrongs don't make it right. Hell yeah. Hey, but I tell you this, though. Well, however that goes. Roy, Roy McElroy. Carried it to. Leroy McElroy <laughs> said Phil was right, but his approach was wrong. I just, I just, that's, that was his quote. That's what, that's what Rory said. I didn't Le- say it. Will Leroy. didn't say it. Yeah, Will didn't say it. That's what Leroy McElroy said. Leroy, Leroy McElroy said. So. Here, I, okay, here's my la- final, t- here's my final take. Okay. Because Lee Westwood talks a lot of stuff and it bothers me. Let me tell you why it bothers me. Yeah. You know, we talk, you make your bed, you sleep in it. Whatever decisions you make, that's decisions you got to live with. Look. One, I don't want to see PJ Tour versus Liv. I think that's foolish. You you left the tour to do this Liv thing. I don't care about you competing against the PJ Tour. You've already said to hell with the tour. Don't try to come back. Go away. And number two, if you go play Liv, that's fine. Look, we got friends over there. People I'll call friends to play on LIV, right? That's perfect. Go play that. But don't don't talk nothing back about don't even bring up the pga tour don't even say pga of america don't even say pxg don't even bring the letters up it's just like just if there's somebody i respect that went to live is dustin johnson you know why he ain't said nothing he has chilled he's been where he's at he's doing his thing everybody else making waves trying to do class action suit lawsuit dj's quiet chilling taking his money i respect that i'll i'll match your dustin johnson raise you with kevin Na, because kevin Na. he wrote he wrote a beautiful letter to PJ Tour, and he and he said it is for my family. I respect that. I just get a I just, uh, get, a little, I just get a little upset when they say we're gonna grow uh, the grow for grow the grow the game. Nah, that that's that. Don't do that. Just say you trying to get. I that say bread. who is growing the game? I just saw twenty one Savage out playing golf in Atlanta. Did you see that? Mm, I saw Rick Ross over there uh, down there too. Rick Ross with the tour championship. That's grow. That's growing the game. Bringing That's in people that have followers from diverse communities and showing them. And you know what? Don't blast them up. Just just give them a little clip. Right. You know, we don't need to. Rick but Ross he, is at the PGA Tour, and this is a black guy I, doing I, all this I, stuff. No, nope. but I question. Just, just I, put it out there. Does the governing bodies want the game to be growing like that? The governing bodies of golf, the PGA of Americas, the RNA. Do they really want Twenty One Savage to be within golf? Do they really want DJ Khaled to be within golf? Do they want Rick Ross? But I know companies are chasing diversity. Chasing. They're chasing diversity. In that business world, companies are chasing diversity, and it can definitely increase the bottom line. These companies need to know how to grab brand, how to grab loyalty, brand loyalty with diverse consumers, and they can pimp it through the game of golf. That's one thing golf does not know. I'm just talking. But I'm making sense a little bit. It's okay if you don't feel me. You're making change. I'm not going to say you're not. Okay. Uh, okay. I feel you. Facts. I'll, I'll say this. You don't have to shout diversity from the rooftops if you have diverse people just doing things. And I'm getting tired of this black stuff too, Doug. It's another thing. I know, I know, I'm, I'm venting. I'm, I'm getting tired of this talking black all the time. What I mean say, by that... Say more. Let me say more. I'm getting tired of... Yes, there are... We, we need representation in golf. Yes, at multiple levels in the game, in the game as a whole, right? Okay. The introductory level, the uh, competitive level, and as well as the professional level. That is true. In the industry as well. So, but I'm thinking, and I wonder talking, because I'm I'm talking to friends as well, you know, who are are white. And I say all the time, like, man, yeah, we got to, you know, I got to go to game against diverse communities. And I feel like I'm getting a sigh now from everybody. Oh, 
Here, here comes the oh. diversity talk. Here we go. And I'm even also getting mad at, like, you know, at times to where we're not speaking more or articulate what we're trying to get across through the diversity piece as opposed to just saying at the surface level we need to grow the game. I, I, I feel like golf has tried so hard to bring black and brown people into the game that now they actually have it. They're like, hey, look, look what we did. And it's like, you ain't got to do that. You can actually be quiet now. Right. You just sit back that's, and chill. That's just what it relax. is. Just relax. Relax. We're here. You, the things that you've tried to do for all these years, me and Will are here talking about golf. This is, okay, Man, this, this is, this this is a variation it. of growing the game. This is what happens, you know, presented by I, Genesis. <laughs> yeah. But I think the next conversation needs to be, how can black and brown people come from diverse communities grow themselves through the game? That's the next conversation. Now that's, that's a great conversation to have. And, Will, you know what? I think we'll leave it right there. How can they? I don't know, but we want to hear from you. What's your thoughts? And how uncomfortable is it? Because I know, Will, it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people talking diversity. Blacks, mm. whites, Caucasians only clause, 1961, PGA of America, Charlie Sifford. Yeah, well, guess what? That's what I live with. So yeah. welcome hey, to but, a day in the life. You can't, don't, don't bring that, don't say that, Doug. Don't bring that over here. Beat because then then that's gonna go about you know talking about the history of golf and you know how it used to be. Now you're gonna have you gonna have you gonna have uh I'm gonna have Mr. Criti- Twitter Criti- you you gonna have you gonna have golf critical race theory and we're gonna be canceled. Can't do that. <laughs> you know what? After this, episode, after, after this episode we might be canceled. Live race I, it, guess what? Welcome to my life. Here we go. Hey, guys, we appreciate y'all rocking with us as always. You never know what we're going to talk about. You never know where we be. I'm in Charlotte, Will's hometown. He's chasing Steph Curry. Hey, Will, shouts out to the underrated tour for all the things you guys are doing because you guys are actually showing what can happen when people with means get involved in the game in a meaningful way. So shouts out to y'all. Matter of fact, we need to bring Steph on just to talk about this experience. Genesis, can't thank y'all enough. Golf Channel NBC, what's happening? Holla at us, man. Instagram, Facebook. No, we're not on Facebook. Instagram, that's the only place I'm at, or me and Will at. That's it. We, beyond the fairway, don't exist. Nowhere else. IG. Holla at us. Let us know what's cracking. Holla. We'll see you next week. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.